0: this is free talk live you can bring up anything you want toll free 855-450-free it's the sacle cai toll free line 1-855-450-free you can take control of the airwaves here you can also take control of the website as well at freetalklive.com you can submit different items to the site. Others can vote on them. You could vote on things as well. The most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the site. And don't forget, the most important page on which to vote is the upcoming stories page. So make sure you click Upcoming Stories. It's up uh, there near the top of the page. It has a little clock icon next to it. That's the freshest stuff on the site that's been uploaded by listeners just like you. And the more votes uh, they get, the more likely they are to appear on the front page of the site. And that means they're more likely to be seen by more people, including us, uh, the host of the program. And I'm Ian. And I'm Mark. All right, so 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number here. Uh, to start things out here tonight... Mark, you've got a story about the news media and how it is that uh, apparently they are the bitch of the state.
1: Yeah, I was reading the Daily Paul today, and I couldn't believe uh, this this post there that said that basically that uh, the New York Times has admitted, openly admitted, that virtually every major uh, mainstream news organization allows the government bureaucrats and campaign officials to censor their stories. I mean, that's a heck of a claim, isn't it? We've known all along that for some reason the news cycle seems to be pretty homogenous. That the uh, the cable news networks tend to report on the same stuff. You know, they'll always have a little fluff in between about what to pack in the kids' lunchbox or something, and that tends to be a little different. But other than that, they're covering the same stories, and they tend to be different stories than say the BBC or Al Jazeera or uh, you know some of these other uh, Russia Today. You know, some of these foreign. News agencies are reporting on, and it's really kind of strange that domestic news tends to be homogenous, but different than the foreign news about the United States, and it just makes you wonder. I mean, what what we we know that uh, you know that it can be difficult for reporters and news people that uh, choose to put the fire under politicians because they won't get any interviews anymore they therefore they become less relevant and it makes it tough for them in the business and their bosses will sometimes fire them we knew a friend that that happened to
0: but well, every now and then there's one there seems like a story where some politician will get thrown under a bus yep. and then the media is all over it you yep. know like some politician sleeping with some woman uh, cheating on his wife for instance
1: i wonder how uh, many of those are broken by reporters these days I mean, at this as in, opposed to a
0: blogger or something like that. In this
1: news cycle, um, bloggers tend to be the things that are breaking. I mean, Weiner didn't show his Weiner. Uh, I mean, the reporter didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. That was the Twitter sphere that that caught that, and then so the reporters reported on the catching of the politician doing it rather than the politician doing it. I don't know if this is true every time, and certainly, you know, reporters will have an opportunity to catch a politician with their pants down, but uh, you know, I. I'm just wondering about the homogeny. Here's another piece to the puzzle, and I'm not saying that we have all the pieces to the puzzle. It's something called quote approval. Quotations are – this is from the New York Times uh, because I'm not going to read it from the Daily Paul. I'm reading it from the source (laughs) the Daily Paul uh, used here, uh, Jeremy W. Peters, who likely won't have a job after this. The quotations come back redacted, stripped of colorful metaphors, colloquial language, and anything even mildly – provocative they're sent by email from the Obama headquarters in Chicago to reporters who've interviewed campaign officials under one major condition the press office has to, has veto power over the what statements can be quoted and attributed by name most reporters desperate to pick the brains of the president's top strategists grudgingly agree after the interviews i mean what happens if you don't agree some other reporter get the report. gets the gig Nothing I mean, you know you just don't get the interview after the interviews. they review their notes, check their tape recorders, and send in the juiciest sound bites for review. The verdict from the campaign, an operation that prides itself on staying consistently on script, is often no. Barack Obama does not did not approve this message. Mm. The push and pull over what's on the record is one of journalism's perennial battles, but those negotiations typically t- took place. Case by case, free from the red pens of press minders. Now, with a millisecond Twitter news cycle and an unforgiving guffaw-based media culture, politicians and their advisors are routinely demanding that reporters allow them final editing power over any published quotes. Quote quote approval is standard practice for the Obama campaign used by many top strategists and almost all mid-level aides in Chicago and in the White House. Almost every. Anyone other than spokesmen who are paid to be quoted, and sometimes that even applies to the spokesmen that are paid to be quoted, it's commonplace throughout Washington and the campaign trail. So they're saying that staffers, politicians, campaign staff, the, 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 the people who are running, they, they, and later on in this article they go on with the Romney campaign, the family, uh, Romney's sons, I mean everybody, That's all quote approval. All wow! The, I mean, that's it. It's it is endemic, systemic, and over. You do not get raw news at all. Um, the incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's stunning. I I don't know what else to say. The White House's latest innovation. I'm skipping to the end of the article here because basically it's just going over and over and pointing out, um, you know, well who has, uh, you know. Little tricks that they like to, you know, there's some people with dirty mouths that like to give dirty mouth quotes and then go out and, you know, nudge out the words or whatever. You know, they're saying, oh, it's not too bad. They usually keep the quote pretty close to what it was. So don't worry, America. But I mean, really? (laughs) There's no reporting? The White House latest innovation is a variation of the uh, background briefing called. Deep background briefing. I wonder who came up with that uh, great (laughs) title. Uh, the Obama administration's blanket anonymity has grown to new levels. It uh, holds uh, it, it holds these deep background briefings uh, for groups of reporters, sometimes several dozen at a time. Reporters may paraphrase what senior administration officials say, but they're forbidden to put anything in quotation marks or identify the speakers. Huh. The White House held such a briefing after the Supreme Court's health care ruling last month with officials including, you know, these people, uh, the communications director here, Dan Pfeiffer. But when reporters uh, asked to quote part of the conversation, even anonymously, they were told no. Wow! Even the spokesmen were off limits.
0: So basically, if you go to one of these conferences or you get an interview with one of these politicians or their aides or spokespeople or family, they get you to agree in advance, that you won't use any quotes without permission, without checking first, without essentially sending in your story, well, all right, here's my story, these are the quotes I want to use, may I go ahead, mother, may I go ahead and use these quotes? And there's some campaign staffer that will uh, observe all this and decide yay or nay, run or, it by it's, Or Obama. an office
1: staffer, it's not just campaigns. I mean, this isn't just for the campaign is right, what this, I'm trying to make this clear. Yeah, this goes on at every level with every politician in Washington.
0: And if you were, as a reporter... To violate the agreement, they would just—I mean, you'd get away with it once, right? So your story would get published, but then your name would go on a blacklist, and you would never again have access to these politicos. And then they would just give the story to somebody else who's more subservient, some other sniveling reporter who's willing to do as they're told, who's willing to tow the the line and uh, and bow down. That's all there is right?
1: to it. That's it. I mean, you know, whatever there was of freedom of the press has—they've managed to find ways around it, and it's just all over. Well, they've, uh, well they've,
0: we've known this though, right? I mean, we just didn't know this detail. I yeah. mean, we, so we knew for a while that uh, if you asked the tough questions, you wouldn't be invited back to the press conference uh, or to another press conference. So there's always been this out there, and and because there's so much consolidation in news media. And it's you know there's a lot of competition out there for the few jobs that are still available. I mean, newspapers have been cutting staff, they've been shutting down offices, they've been downsizing. Uh, radio stations have been downsizing. TV stations are in trouble. Uh, so a lot of these positions just aren't there. They're not hiring. And so uh, so somebody who's in one of these positions of keen white you know the White House correspondent, they're not going to want to ju- you know to jeopardize that. They want to. They want the paycheck next month. They don't want to be. uh, How many report? I mean, maybe back in the day, reporters would have wanted to break a big story, and maybe still they do, but. Do you want to take the risk of losing your job versus uh, possibly having a big story to break?
1: I think to some extent, um, you know, back then there wasn't as much competition. So that, you know, this is a reaction to the competition that has gone on. Likely to some extent there was a different kind of good old boys club in the uh, press uh, club. Because, I mean, what were there? Three news agencies? Right.
0: 855-453, the Seykel-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. I have a related story here about a recent press conference. Where something else suspicious was going on. 450 free has to do with Twitter. It's Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we give to you there. We've got archives that go all the way back. To late 2006, you can just click and download. In fact, you can also get the archive from our SoundCloud page, which makes it easier than ever to share Free Talk Live episodes, say, on your Facebook uh, profile or via Twitter or whatever your preference. You can always just click the share button on any one of our episodes on the SoundCloud page. You can go uh, to freetalklive.com, look on the left-hand side, and click the SoundCloud link there to find that. Again, plenty of archives, all of them free, at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your best chance at liberty in your lifetime, getting together with other people who appreciate and understand the ideas of liberty and who are willing to get active to work towards achieving more liberty in our lifetimes. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. That's freestateproject.org. We'll talk more about the media and the severe restrictions on their ability to report on what's going on in Washington, D.C. in a moment. But Dave is on the line listening to WAIS in Athens, Ohio. Hey, Dave.
2: Hey, guys. It's been a long time since I called you.
0: Dave, welcome, sir. Uh, Your phone sounds a little crackly, but uh, go ahead. Yeah.
3: I call and I hope that the Colorado shooting doesn't do anything for gun control.
0: What's the, that? The what?
3: Or I hope it doesn't.
0: I hope oh, they the don't take our guns because of the Colorado thing. Oh, right. Yeah, well, I, I can't... There's
1: some people that want to take your guns whether the Colorado thing happened or not. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of
0: guns out there, uh, and it would be a real tough challenge for them to take them all.
3: Yeah. And um, the government, or the people want... Won't stand up if they
0: try to, right? Most of them won't. You're right.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people will hide guns, though. And I don't think they'll stand up, but they'll 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 bury
0: them. Yeah, there's a lot of ground out there that the uh, government guys would have to sweep with metal detectors in order to uh, find all those cached uh, guns talking to you Thanks, guys. Dave. Appreciate the call, okay, man. I'll call back some other time. All right, sir. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You know, Mark, you started the show out tonight with a piece, and you said it was from the New York Times? That's right. Uh, so there's New York Times uh, reporter basically outing something that is a relatively common occurrence in Washington, D.C., and who knows how much further this is happening. I mean, did he mention this goes on elsewhere, like New York City, for instance, or, or elsewhere? Or was he just focusing across, on
1: D.C.? Uh, yeah, it's, ha- it's ha- happening all the time. But D.C., I mean, with the politicians in, in Chicago, um, okay, so know, specifically he named Chicago, D.C., and then basically, you know, all, every, come, come on. I mean, let's, let's be clear here. If this is happening in Washington, D.C., this year. And I don't know. I don't think this is the first year that uh, uh, that's this quote. Uh, what do they call this it? This meaning the reporter Quo-
0: has to run all quotes by the government censors, effectively, and make sure that make sure that uh, his handlers think it's okay. Right. This practice publishes. Of qu-
1: quote approval that they call it this is the first time i've heard of it and the first article i've ever seen written on it but that doesn't mean it's new or terribly new but if this is happening this year in washington dc believe me in the next three or four years it's going to trickle down to every mom and pop police station around the country
0: well and and as we pointed I mean, out they, they're already always...
1: the politicians do not want to be put on the record and this is right. just a better way for them to get their name on the record yeah. but be able to, to decide what the i mean this is this is a win-win For the dirty, dirty political class.
0: Absolutely. And the reporters are obedient for the most part. They want to keep their jobs. They want to keep their connections with the politicians so they can get the quotes for the future. So they can, you know, I guess... I I don't know what the motivation is. I guess it's to just keep the status quo.
1: Reporters that don't... I mean, reporters that uh, refuse to do this uh, quote approval thing don't get stories. Reporters that don't report don't have jobs it's pretty obvious what their uh, motivation is
0: well dylan byers is reporting over at politico.com that uh, joe biden will take questions from reporters in a white house press call today this uh, was published earlier today and has been the case and as has been the case in the past the on the record conversation will be embargoed until the end of the call curious caveat who would write an article during the middle of a call is a product of the post Twitter presidential campaign, barring reporters from the beloved habit of tweeting remarks in real time, but it begs the question if it's going to be an article in an article twenty minutes later, why can't it be on Twitter right now? From the White House deputy press secretary quote. The embargo will allow journalists to hear the entirety of the vice president's remarks and get the benefit of having their questions answered before trying to condense a 30-minute conference call about a 20-page NEC report into 140 characters. So you just hold on. Hold on there, buddy. Don't you be tweeting during our conference call. You can tweet all you want after the conference call's over, but during the call, if we catch you tweeting, you won't be on the conference call anymore. I mean, just control left and right. If, if this is what they'll tell you, the kind of controls they're putting on reporters that they'll tell you
1: about, what kind of controls are they putting on reporters that we don't know about? Mm. I don't know. Maybe none. But it, I mean, this is disturbing stuff. This is supposed to be the land of the free, right? I mean, already isn't yeah, the sixtieth, right. the fortieth percent? I can't remember. It's, you know, the United States is in well into double digits as far as press freedom goes. It's not top of the list. That's so. sad. It's sad that the United States of America is not in the top ten when it comes to press freedom as far as countries go in the world. And Americans continue to just bebop along. It's not even
0: near the top ten. Not even near it. Uh, It's not. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, of course, if you are an independent blogger or some sort of a journalist that uh, is working for an independent uh, newspaper who actually is willing to ask tough questions, you just won't get into the press conference. No, you're not going to get credentialed in the first place. Absolutely not. If you're, if you're a, a loose cannon that might go ahead and quote
1: these people and not give them the opportunity to check their quotes, or you might tweet what they said before the end of the press conference, if you might you know make a, write a news story that doesn't put them in a particularly good light, how are you going to get
0: back? Now I can tell you that I have experience with this myself. I uh, There was a new mayor elected here last year in Keene, New Hampshire, uh, where we're doing this radio show. And I contacted uh, the, that particular mayor and asked him on the radio because I heard him on a local talk show. I called him up, asked him on the air— whether or not he would be talking to independent media, because his predecessor refused. Uh, if you, uh, you want to see Dave Ridley's attempts from RidleyReport.com to actually talk to this, his predecessor, he's very rude, uh, not interested in, in talking to anybody who's not with you know the local slant, slantinel, as they call it here in town, the single newspaper uh, of record here in Keene. This guy would not talk to Dave Ridley. He would not talk to our own Derek J., And uh, he's very rude about it. So I asked this other mayor on the air whether he would talk to independent media. And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I then attempted to schedule a meeting with him to ask him some questions, uh, and he never got back to me. And I attempted to follow up with him on that, and he never got back to me. The first time it was the excuse of, well, I'm getting into the office, and they haven't changed the voicemail system yet, so I didn't get your message. And so when I asked him about why he hadn't called me back when he was giving me that excuse, I made sure that he took down my phone number. I saw him write it down, and I never heard from him.
1: I mean, you know, <laughs> that's the, he knows that you're not going to ask him any questions that make him look good. He answered your question on the radio, the man, in the manner that made him look the best, mm-hmm. and then he went about doing what he was going to do. I mean, you know, you knew he was lying because his lips were moving, right? Yep.
0: And this is a town of 25,000 people, so it's the same old crap. This is the same
1: guy that uh, you know that's, <laughs> that says the government isn't force.
0: Did he say that? With Kendall Wade? Yeah, he's an attorney, by the way. 855-453-SACL-CAI-TOLL-FREE-LINE. 1-855-450-3733. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live.
4: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or
1: shooting gear?
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free here, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features in the uh, the site there for free, so enjoy them. Uh, We do have the Shrine of Female listeners there, which includes dozens of lady listeners of this program who have proven they listen to the show by showing it in a... A photograph or a video. You can see what I mean. They have a validation process uh, that is required to gain access to the Shrine. You can learn more over at shrine.freetalklive.com. It's a
1: very popular page. It well, we're going to. Um, you never know what's going to happen when you're in the car, and it's good to have insurance for whatever might happen. Some things that might happen is, hey, you might get pulled over for something you didn't do. You know, cops are human. They make mistakes. Sometimes when they... uh you know, pull you over, they'll uh, abuse their uh, power and authority. If they do that, it's unlikely that they're going to cop to it later. And if you can get it, maybe you'll get into an accident and somebody sees that what happened in an accident differently than what you saw it as. It'd be really nice to have the ultimate witness on your side. And that's the GPS black box dash cam. It's an easy-to-use unit that has uh, video cameras running all around, inside, outside, upside, downside your vehicle. There are two cameras, two cameras, Mark. Yes, two cameras. But, I mean, you can see everything that you to see. It
0: pretty much covers 360. Unless
1: a meteorite hits you, the roof of your car, you're probably yeah. in pretty good shape. Um, it's got a built-in microphone and GPS na- navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For any traffic stop or all other driving incidents, you can protect yourself with the ultimate w- witness at FreedomCam.net. Got one of these in my car, and I'm really pleased that I do. It's freedomcam.net.
0: I'm about to put mine in my uh, new car, too. I don't have a cigarette lighter uh, adapter right now, so I have to get that installed. I'm going to do that tomorrow.
1: And by new car, what you mean is a crappy old police
0: cruiser? It's not actually crappy. I mean, it's uh, 2005.
1: I can't wait till you hit a patch of ice to that rear wheel drive car. Just
0: under 100,000 <gasps> miles on it. Uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the Sekel CAI. I wonder how light.
1: many people have vomited in the back of that thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it may actually have been, uh, like an executive car, but I'm not sure about that. Anyway. Does it come with a little neat light on the side? Uh, a, a neat light? The
1: light. You the know, spotlight? The, yeah, the spotlight yes. on the side. Well, that's the one advantage to getting an old police cruiser is you get that kind of cool spotlight thing that goes on the side.
0: It is pretty cool, man. Uh, it actually is also has a, uh, a special light in the interior mm-hmm. that flips between off, regular light, and then red light. You know Let's what they say. use the red light for, right? Uh, No. It actually keeps your night vision. So if you're engaging in surveillance operations, you can utilize the red light to be able to look at things inside the cab of your car. And then when you turn the light off, it hasn't shot your vision. Red light does not shoot your vision. Uh, so let's go to the phones and your thoughts here. Uh, coming up, by the way, the UN. Uh, there's a UN commission reports come out about prostitution. They say legalize it. You know, once in a while, once in a while the UN gets something right. Uh, Joe is in Idaho. You're on Free Talk Live. Joe, what's on your mind tonight?
5: What's on my mind? Gun control and how uh, most of the public doesn't realize that Lexington and Concord—the straw that broke the camel's back—was about the British trying to take the colonists' right to bear arms. You know, And, you know why my, my thing is contemporarily.
1: When the, No, I didn't. I didn't know this either. This was uh, the, the, the 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 this was about colonists having their guns taken. Tell me about that.
5: Yeah, that that's what caused Lexington and Concord to happen. After the British wouldn't. Uh, Honor their the Magna Carta and the rights guaranteed to the people. In there, they tried to have regressed the king a million times, and even went to Britain. They're like diplomacy fails, and the British they didn't honor the colonist uh, rights and stuff and basic human. It was about
1: taking control of an armory, wasn't it?
5: Two of them: uh, one on Bunker Hill, and one on yeah, on on Lexington Green. I mean, I guess I didn't consider that
1: the same thing as taking everybody's guns. I I get what you're saying now.
5: that taking it wasn't just a an armory it was the citizens of a bunch of their guns. It was a place where a bunch of citizens' weapons were stored.
1: why would stored. they do that
5: That wasn't why would they do that because yeah. they're anticipating that if diplomacy failed that they need that to protect themselves
1: but why wouldn't they and keep them on them then
5: Well, that wasn't they had a bunch of them in their house, most everyone had a musket or a sword or something I mean, and then that was a cachet.
0: But here's the thing. They did have okay. these back then. Uh, you know, the, oh, sure. the The towns had like a central location. But it's kind of like for the militia. Kept. Yeah. Right.
5: But, but you know, you know what the wild thing is, the Second Amendment. It, it our, all of our amendments are actually limitations on the government, not us. That's true. And here's the thing, if they try to take our right to bear arms, I'm going to be frank. Screw the militia idea. Try to disarm 300 million gun owners. Bring it on.
0: I don't know if there are 300 million gun owners. There are, what, maybe like, yeah. what do you think, if, if several and dozen plus, million bunch, gun owners, bunch, but not quite that many. Way, there's, there's way over that much. And there's 300 million guns, the ones, right? But there's not, 300
1: million people in the United States, um, 300 million plus a little bit uh, people in the United States, and I can assure you that everybody isn't a gun owner, but many gun owners... Own mini guns.
0: You know, it's interesting. Uh, and Joe, thanks for the call Perfect. and thoughts tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. It's interesting to think about how this would go, because we've had a, a few folks call in with this concern about uh, you know, what if they come around, take guns? What if this UN treaty thing gets signed at the end of the week? What, they're supposed to look at it on the 27th or something like that? Uh, this treaty that's supposedly going to ban guns. And let's say it goes through. Well... Obviously, there's the uh, concern that uh, many police are going to have for the idea of the reticent gun owner who is uh, going to feel backed into a corner and is going to open fire. And that's going to be a concern for for some officers. Plus, some officers are oath keepers. Yeah, they just won't take the guns. And they have sworn that they, you know, they may be doing bad things by stopping uh, people from running through stop signs and speeding and they may be aggressing against folks in that way. But uh, they, they have drawn a line in the sand where they have said – have pledged to honor their oath to uphold uh, the Constitution. And and Joe's right. The, the Constitution is a set of rules for the government to follow, not you and I. And, uh, of course, they don't follow them at all. But uh, nonetheless, there are some individuals within police departments who are not going to do this. But that's OK. There will still be some police officers who will do it. And the question is, where are those officers Are officers like that more likely to be in cities? Are they more likely to be in rural areas? Is there any likelihood factor at all there? Are they less likely or more or not likely to be in those areas? Uh, It would seem to me to be a more difficult process to go in a rural area and collect guns because you probably have more people with guns and more likely the ones that are going to use them. I mean, they uh, call
1: they call regularly and say, oh, my dead body, you'll get my gun." You'll you know, take they,
0: him lead first,
1: right? Th- that kind of thing. Now, I don't think that every one of them that says that is you know do it, it, but I just I just don't see they, That's not how you boil the frog, and it's not how they've boiled this frog up to this point. The, the United States has twenty thousand in different localities total twenty thousand gun laws in, in a nation who it says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed hey, I'm sorry, guys, they already came and got your guns. They've got them. They can do whatever they want with your gun. When they pass that first law that infringed the right of anyone in this country to keep and bear arms, and I don't care if they're mental or if they're a, a convicted felon, because they can make you mental and they can make you a convicted felon overnight. They could just do it right away. So the, the minute that they came and did that, when you let the first person get their gun confiscated, when Wyatt Earp decided that they couldn't carry guns in the town of Tombstone and gunned those guys down, that's when you lost your guns. You lost your guns before you were ever born.
0: Well, people haven't lost their guns. I mean, they still have... uh Hundreds of millions of guns. People in this can country. come; they
1: can come take them anytime they want. Is all they have to do is say they're going to take them. One, they're going to take them from group after group after group. Like the Reverend Martin Niemoller poem always said: well, "You know, first they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I said nothing. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I wasn't a trade unionist, so I said nothing. Then they came for the I can't remember who, um, and I wasn't one of them. Communists.
0: They came for the communists,
1: and I wasn't one of them, I think so the I Jews said nothing. The Jews were last. I
0: think it was- Trade unionist, communist dude, but it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: and when they finally came for me, there was no one left to stand up for me. Gun owners. Are a surly lot. They're they're an exclusive lot. They don't want people that they don't want carrying them. The the you know they want you to have that concealed carry permit. They believe that that's the right thing to do. I went through all the hoops. I jumped through it. And many of them think that it's a it, you know it's yeah. fine and dandy to arrest somebody for carrying a firearm without the ro- proper
0: paperwork. Well, that's pathetic, uh, and it's a shame that people are that way. And now they've got your number. If you've got a concealed carry permit, they absolutely, if they confiscate guns, will be coming to see you. 855-453. free talk. Live. MindThings.com is a fun online game that
1: pit you against people around the world to mine for scarce resources. Do business in a capitalist economy with virtually mined gold tax-free. You could be a trader doing business between cities. A pirate lying in wait for hapless traders. A guard capturing pirates. Or one of nine other professions. It doesn't require a big-time commitment. Your mining robots work whether you're logged in or not. It costs nothing to play, but you can buy bonuses. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MindThings.com. Use coupon code FTL. Double your mining speed. It's free. MindThings.com.
0: Is free talk live, and you can bring up anything you want toll free 855 free? It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you there. Uh, freetalklive.com. It's all free. And if you like the show and want to help support free talk live, shop with us. Head to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find links there to Amazon. And when you link into Amazon through those links, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. So whatever it is you're looking to buy, you probably might have bought it at Amazon anyway. Go ahead and enter through our links over at shop.freetalklive.com. Whether you're in the U.S. or Canada or the U.K., we've got an Amazon for you. Go to shop.freetalklive.com.
1: We had somebody today uh, on the Facebook page uh, say that they'd, uh, you know, that it was the new shop.freetalklive.com link is less convenient than the old amazon.freetalklive.com. It's true. Link, and it is, but. Amazon made a stop with that link for whatever reason, so we just have to go with shop.freetalklive.com.
0: You can still technically use amazonus.freetalklive.com, amazonca.freetalklive.com, and amazonuk.freetalklive.com if you would like to bypass the Amazon page. Uh, I don't know if that's a violation of their terms because it doesn't... They didn't mention it? (laughs) I I don't know. For whatever reason, they don't like that... uh, they're like being this uh, this direct link. I don't understand it. Um, I don't get it. it it's. You know, that 's just what they want for whatever reason you have to go through the uh, the shop dot free live page Those it's really links. a
1: bad idea on their part because yeah. now with the shop dot dot com page, we can put other links that we you know have as uh you know affiliates there rather than just going straight through they could very well have their competition in some area true if, for
0: instance, if we were to uh, let's say end our relationship with Amazon. Uh, if we've had people going as a habit to a, to shop.freetalklive.com, then we could put some other website there in their place, and then you know your habit would be shop.freetalklive.com, whereas a uh, Amazon.freetalklive.com would have been a better habit for their benefit. But whatever, sorry. That's not for even what incubators. I
1: meant, though. I mean, for instance, uh, you know they're on that same page as Newegg, right? That's right. So yep. Newegg sells items that Amazon sells, That's right? That's true. But so we don't
0: get as much money from
1: Newegg. Indeed. Um, but that doesn't change that doesn't change that their competition is actually sitting on that page true. that they're forcing us through which they're forcing us to uh, send people. So right. I mean, you know, one of those things
0: So 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You could also, if you wanted to, right-click on the Amazon link of your choice. If you go to shop.freetalklive.com and you like to go to the U.S. Amazon, just simply right-click, copy the link that that Amazon, there's like three different flags there. Just right-click, copy the link there, and then bookmark, you know, go to the link and then bookmark it. And then you can just go to the bookmark and that'll work too. Okay. So uh you can take control here. Let's go to Anthony. He's listening in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live, and I believe you are in the Benton Harbor area listening to WSJN.
3: Uh well yes I am. Go ahead um, with your thoughts. Actually uh well my thoughts is this. Uh, earlier I was a little busy and I heard uh, I was listening to the radio and I heard a commentator. I thought it was on this radio station, but it could have been somewhere else. But you may have mentioned about uh the pro golfer,
0: Fuzzy Zeller.
3: It wasn't us. Definitely
0: not us. But go ahead anyway. You're welcome to comment. You're going to have to tell
1: us who Buzzy Zeller is.
3: Buzzy. Yeah, it was was a really crazy conversation they were having, and I wish I could have called them to him, but, you know, it was crazy. And what they were talking about was how he lost a lot of his sponsors and everything because of the comment that he made after Tiger Woods won uh, the Masters. And I think a lot of people remember the comment, you know, about, I hope you don't have fried chicken next year for the master's dinner. Oh, fried wow, that's in
0: inappropriate.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And a lot of people thought so, too, including you know his sponsors and everything. I guess they all bailed on him and everything. And the other guy was like, you know, people are just this and that, and that's just how fuzzy Zeller is. And if you don't know him, you can't really, you know, prove the time for it. And the other guy was all about, well, yeah, you know, it was appropriate. you got to be mindful of the stuff you say, especially when you're at that level. You know, you always got a TV camera stuck in your face and all that stuff. And I kind of agree with that, you know? And um, it's like I was really kind of perplexed why you could even defend that because the guy, one thing that he said that really got me was, you know, he was talking to, you know, the camera guy, you know, the reporter. Like, he was one of the guys in the locker room. And my my thing is, if you're thinking about that, and you're saying those things in the locker room, then that's really who you are yeah for sure And that that kind of stuff just comes out like that you know it's kind of a. do you really want to attempt to defend that kind of thing and and, and i think people who uh don't get that you know they're the ones who usually make mistakes in public you know in social settings and stuff like that and they just don't get it you know and i think we all need to be more mindful because personally i think that's the only way we're going to achieve the more perfect union that our country has the potential to Right. So
1: this is the good thing about the new, better communication that's out there is that people get caught in these situations. I'm not going to say that this buzzy guy—I don't know him. I'm not going to say he's fuzzy. fuzzy. Okay. I'm not going to say he's a, a racist or anything like that because he made an inappropriate comment that uh, right. that right. put race right. in the wrong light. But and, and and I'm not saying that he shouldn't get his sponsors back after an apology or something like that. Did either. he
0: apologize? Do you know? Yeah,
3: yeah, he did, you know, and I can't say how sincere it was. Sure. Who knows? I mean, you
1: know, know, a year or two down the road, people will kind of put this uh, aside and— You know, I think that I think that it's you know what what this does is is that it shows the inappropriateness of this kind of behavior because you could get away with this kind of thing in the locker room a decade ago and you know they didn't have somebody in there tweeting or recording Uh everything or you know have cameras Uh all over the place and so that's Uh what's good about this is that it's not. Everybody's got to learn. Everybody's got to come to their point where they say, oh, well, you know, that's not appropriate. Because I think everybody's made inappropriate comments about, uh, you know, people for things that they can't control, whether it's race or You're gender right. or
3: it was whatever. probably an instant thing when they made that comment. They just didn't realize, you know, and I think we all need to be a little bit more aware of
0: that. So yep. I agree, Anthony. Any other thoughts you want to share tonight? No,
3: that's it. Thanks, Thanks for the call. my call. I right?
0: appreciate hearing from you. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. I
1: think it cut both ways. There's been a few instances where people have uh, used the N word on uh, brought in broadcast, um, and that it didn't to me look like they're using it in this sort of perienter mean manner. It's just that it was used. Uh, mm-hmm. There was one um, newscaster that said it in the course of a new uh, you know news, and another one was where. Uh, bar- uh, It was uh, Dr. Laura was uh, commenting on something, but she didn't seem like she was trying to say that anyone was lesser or anything Hmm. like that. She was uh, referring to, you know, somebody who was on the phone there and, you know, something that was going on with them. She
0: ended up leaving radio over that.
1: Uh, Well, she was ready to leave radio anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, that that much is true.
0: You think she was ready to leave radio? I mean, Uh, the woman had a couple hundred radio stations. I don't know. It seems awfully convenient. Okay. She she moved to satellite radio. She could come
1: back if she wanted anytime. I mean, you know, things are fine by her.
0: Yeah, that's true. She could she could come back if she wanted.
1: I just you know I think that I think that uh, you know being mean and using mean language um, on you know in, in these areas that's not acceptable. But if you're using it in the course of a story, and so the subject said to the other subject, "Hey," in word, we don't. I don't think that that's that. There's anything. No, that's wrong reporting
0: with that. the news in that case, right? Eight uh, five five four fifty three. free Speaking of the news, uh, the UN Commission, or a UN Commission, has issued a report. CNSnews.com reporting that uh, it has been issued by the United Nations-backed Global Commission on HIV and the Law. Recommends that nations around the world get rid of punitive laws against prostitution, or what it calls consensual sex work. And decriminalize the voluntary use of illegal injection drugs in order to combat the HIV epidemic.
1: Decriminalize... uh, Injectable drugs. Right. And And prostitution. Prostitution. But by prostitution, they may make it legal. Decriminalize means make, sort of ignore it.
0: Indeed. The commission, which is made up of 15 former heads of state, legal scholars, and HIV-AIDS activists, was convened in 2010 uh, by the Secretary General is backed by the United Nations Development Program and U.N. AIDS. The commission recommends repealing all laws that prohibit adult consensual sex work as well as clearly distinguishing in law and practice between sexual trafficking and prostitution.
1: Yeah, now, the, the, this is something I've been calling for on the air over and over again is that people will talk about uh, you know, human trafficking and prostitution as though it's the same thing. Human trafficking
0: meaning sex slavery. Right.
1: You know, a kidnapping a 14-year-old girl sending her halfway around the world and forcing her into po- prostitution yep. is not the same thing as a man and a woman deciding that they're gonna have sex and somebody pays somebody not even close we know who's paying who but I mean you know I mean, or a man and a man that that, that too right. we, we know that women aren't paying for sex too darn often in this right. world so um, you know and that's that's that I mean you know that you've got two things going on here you can work for money and you can have sex, and both of those are legal. But you can't work for money by having sex. And that's just wrong.
0: You, But you can have sex on video for money. Yes. <laughs> it's nuts.
1: And Eight, some of the videos actually are giving the girls money, showing that, you know, that like this is the thing. You know, do right. video for porn is the idea, or for Eight money.
0: 855-453. Five five. We'll give you more about uh, what this report found about prostitution. 855-453. Five, five, and your thoughts are welcome. Do you think it should be legalized? Eight,
6: I can truthfully say that VerbalSurgery.com, best dadgum podcast I've ever learned to change my neurology right now. Feeling good, feeling better about myself right now. VerbalSurgery.com gets inside of my brain, or massages those sweet old brain lobes inside of my head. Feeling better right now. Even now I feel better and I want to go and listen to some VerbalSurgery.com right now. Go do it baby. Feeling good.
0: Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can bring us anything you would like at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy all the features that we have there for you. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Uh, Coming up, a hit piece on Bitcoin. We will uh, see what they have to say. The critics have put out seven reasons to be wary of the Bitcoin. Are there any valid reasons there? We'll explain them to you here in a little bit. But first, the UN Commission that has called for legalizing prostitution... Worldwide, according to a report issued by the—I
1: wonder who's going to pay attention to this
0: Global Commission on HIV and the Law. Well, I hope people pay attention to this. Normally, you know, the UN. Bad well, I hope news. they don't
1: pay attention to the UN's uh, you know recommendations on gun laws. Good
0: point. Uh, normally, the UN's full of uh, all kinds of bad ideas, but you know, every now and again, every now and then, you they should get pay
1: attention right. to the good ideas they have. <laughs>
0: it's tough you should man. You should look at ideas individually, not uh, necessarily prejudging them based on their source. Any, yes.
1: any rube should have known that this was the case before the UN ever came out with this study at all.
0: Really? Yes, really. Well, there's a lot of rubes out there because a lot of people think that prostitution should be illegal.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, it's, it's okay bad. It's okay to have sex with whomever you want in America. And one would assume that Some would say it's
0: not. Some would say it's only okay to have sex if you're married.
1: What are they going to do about it? Put What's, you in
0: a jail cell. That's really, what they've been doing.
1: The, the, the percentage of the population, I think, in America that's willing to put somebody in a jail cell over having sex with somebody else, I think is pretty low.
0: Well, they're doing it. Five I mean, percent. Who's putting – Somebody supports these prostitution laws. Oh, I mean, the I'm mean, i not talking about there. prostitution.
1: I'm talking about having sex with somebody else. Okay. That's not their husband or wife. I mean, you know, who supports who – There used supports?
0: to be laws against adultery. It there probably did. still are on the books and some Th- There places. are.
1: There certainly are. But, I, you know, I would, I'm would, i challenging right now. How many of our audience, are you out there, one person who believes that you should put somebody in jail for having sex with too many people inside of one week?
0: Well, we know there was a lady that called this show once who was very upset about the idea of people fornicating.
1: She was, but she wouldn't say, like, throw them in jail, did she? I don't
0: recall. I can't rec- she really may recall have said either.
1: That. I think she called us reprobates. That's right. Um, which means that... We're going to hell, and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, But okay, is that what being a
0: reprobate means?
1: Reprobate means morally unsalvageable, Um, or you know something to that
0: effect. The report: HIV and the law risks rights and health. You're so lucky to
1: have a super genius on the air with you.
0: Cites a recommendation by the International Labor Organization, which recommends that sex work should be recognized as an occupation in order to be regulated in a way that protects workers and customers. Now, I don't agree with uh, government regulation. I think that markets can provide their own third-party certification and things like that. I, I think that
1: markets can regulate themselves better than governments can regulate them. Right. Uh, but. I would take government regulation over
0: government illegality. Absolutely. A regulated uh, market is preferable to a prohibited market. Cops throwing prostitutes they've visited into jail. I mean, it's ridiculous to me. Decriminalize private – so here are the recommendations from the commission. Uh, They want to decriminalize private and consensual adult sexual behaviors, including same-sex sexual acts and voluntary sex work. Reform approaches toward drug use rather than punishing people who use drugs but do no harm to others. Governments must offer them access to effective HIV and health well, services. I
1: want to really quick go into this. I mean, there's a difference between doing drugs and harming people. Some people yep. believe that you do drugs and then you go harm people. But the chances are much, 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 much higher that you're going to harm people in order to get the drugs, the money to do the drugs. So if you make it so the drugs are relatively easy to get, and, and that, by that I mean they're not going to get arrested for, get, for doing it, then they're going to get drugs that are better for them, they're not going to be as impure, and they're not going to cost as much because you don't have this black market prohibition that throws somebody in jail for attempting to deliver this stuff to them. So therefore, if these things are, are less costly, yes, some people will kill themselves with these drugs. There's no doubt about it. But the studies show that decriminalization in countries that have allowed it Those countries are not the U.S. because the U.S. have a bunch of hard-headed Christian people in it that think that, you know, you can just incarcerate the, the, you know, the sin out of somebody. And I'm sorry that there's not a lot of evidence for this. Didn't Jesus turn water to wine? Well, I don't know that 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 doesn't mean anything to the That means
0: that Jesus thought it was okay to alter your state of consciousness.
1: It doesn't mean anything to the average Christian. Some of them will tell you that it wasn't wine, it was grape juice. So, I mean, you That's know That's not the Bible I read. Well, that the wine w- meant grape juice. That's what they'll swear it up and down. You cannot use the Bible against a Christian. It is not possible. <laughs> it's like trying to use a Spider-Man comic against a comic fan. It's just they, not possible.
0: They recommend harm reduction programs and voluntary evidence-based treatment for drug dependence. Voluntary uh, evidence-based Uh, Presumably that means you would check in voluntarily. To the treatment, as opposed to being forced into the treatment, because well, who wants
1: people that are that are forced into treatment doesn't uh, in work. their treatment facility?
0: I can tell you who wants them there: the treatment facilities that have uh, sweetheart deals with the court system yeah. that guarantees them business. They court don't care systems, if they get better.
1: Court systems, uh, law enforcement agencies, not the officers themselves. Necessary law, law enforcement agencies and um, the you know the, the judges, the, the treatment systems, all these people, the the apparatus, um, the 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 apparatus. The, the bureaucrats, those are the mm-hmm. people that want it.
0: That's right, because it means more, uh, bigger budgets. It means more of that budget being shuffled over to the treatment centers. Anyway, they also recommend working with the guardians of customary and religious law to promote traditions and religious practice that promotes rights and acceptance of diversity and to protect privacy. The commission calls laws against prostitution bad laws and said criminalizing injecting drug use and prostitution stands in the way of effective HIV responses. And it's true. Uh, If you look at the, you know, the the fact fact is, because drugs are prohibited, it's not easy to go and get a needle. And look, I find heroin to be a really scary drug. And any drug that you inject, I think is a really scary process. Uh, So, you know, don't recommend that. But people do it. Okay, and people are going to continue doing it.
1: Wishing it, right. does it, wishing it away right. doesn't make it go anywhere. And
0: putting people in jail doesn't make it go away right. either. Right. You've
1: got 40 years of a drug war at this point. You know what happens. The fact is, the same amount of the population is doing drugs as did it before. Do you have ebbs and flows in, in drugs? Sure. I mean, this was one of the things that the um, ONDCP, the Office of, you know, National Drug Control Policy, or whatever it is, these people said, as claiming a victory for themselves is the crack use is down crack use is down that's your victory <laughs> oh, i mean meth's up Meth's up so is uh, heroin i mean crack has become crack is whack i mean it is out of favor that isn't a There's victory for the ondcp
0: i was in jail with guys that smoked crack it's still out
1: there. Yeah, it's still out there but it's not a victory by no means just because a per- smaller percentage of the population is doing crack does not mean that the ondcp had anything to right. do with it the only thing it has to do with is what people think themselves about the drugs
0: So they're uh, they're right on here because when you prohibit drugs, you drive the use underground, which means that in order to get the accessories necessary to purchase or to utilize those drugs in some cases, it can be very, very difficult. And so one of the things that heroin users are notorious for is sharing needles. And sharing needles is one of the most frequent ways that people, uh, you know, it's one of the easiest ways to get infected with HIV. It's plain and simple. Sorry. It's just the truth. Hepatitis? Yeah, I mean, this is a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. If drugs are decriminalized and heroin uh, and the needles are available legally for people to go out and purchase, they can use a clean—each needle. heroin addict can have their own needle. They can have more than one needle. They can have as many needles as they darn well can afford to have. They don't need to be passing around a dirty needle in the back of an alley somewhere. They can have clean uh, locations to inject. Remember, I think there was a church in uh, Holland that actually somehow got permission from the government to set up an injecting room for the heroin addicts, uh, there it's crazy to me. But and they whatever you know, well it well it gave the heroin addicts a place to go. It's just uh, that the was church safe. doing
1: that seems so so odd to me.
0: They care about people. Uh, they they gave them a place to go that was safe, somewhere clean where they could get clean needles, and they would have a safe place to inject their drugs. And they had the offer of help. The offer of help was there for them. And when people know they can get help, and when they're not afraid to get help, when they're not, you know, they don't have that paranoid drug user belief, oh my god, if I get help, they're going to report me to the police. Then they can go and get the help, and then they can be all right. And you look at Portugal, and the amount of drug addicts has been cut in half. That's not because they died off, it's because they got help. Portugal decriminalized all personal use of drugs. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. They did it a decade ago. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. one 450 3733 And you can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we have there for you. There's a lot of stuff, including the news updates. You can get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there uh, for free, of course, news.freetalklive.com.
1: I've been hearing the uh, the voices among the investors, uh, analysts and that sort of thing, rising that uh, metals, it's a good time to get into metals. It's a good time to get into metals. And I can only assume that that means that they believe that uh, prices are going to go up here in the relatively near future. If you believe them, and, you know, I've got some metals. I'm not going to say I don't. Um, I certainly do. <laughs> um, you know, and I recommend people being diversified. Get it, get some metals. Get some bitcoins. You know, have these things. I just don't. If you're sick and tired of your <laughs> stocks going down, 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 try something new. Um so you can get medals at gold.freetalklive.com. Uh, you can comparison shop there. You'll get some of the best prices on the internet at gold.freetalklive.com. And when you do, you help Free Talk Live. It's gold.freetalklive.com.
0: All right. We can talk more about the recommendations here on uh, that all countries eliminate the laws against prostitution. And uh, and change the situation where when it comes to uh, injecting drugs, basically a call for decriminalization there as well. Uh, this from the UN, who I'm not a supporter of, but you know when people make the right decision, I'm going to support the right uh, right decision, and this is the right thing to do. Uh, we can go to that here in a moment. But Mike is on the line. You can bring up anything you want, Mike, listening to XM Radio's America's Talk. You're on Free Talk Live.
7: Good evening, my two favorite purveyors of truth and common sense.
0: Well, we'll we do our best. Uh, okay. Thank you. Go ahead, sir.
7: A couple things, uh, but as a side note, uh, the statistics are, are for uh, Portugal and Spain, when they decriminalized, the uh, amount the, of cases of AIDS dropped like 98%. Uh, but yeah, wow, I hadn't what, uh, heard that one. Uh, yeah, I, I know they uh, dropped. I
1: don't know what the statistics are precisely.
7: Hey, I, want, I was calling mostly about uh, what Bloomberg said about how cops should go on strike until uh, people give up their guns, basically.
1: That's in my show prep.
7: Okay, hey, listen, I've got some stats from the Department of Justice I'd like to go over real quick if I could. Okay. In 2008, in the United States, 10 times more citizens were killed by cops than uh, cops killed by citizens. That's right. In 2011, total cops killed in the U.S. is 72. In Los Angeles County alone, 54 citizens were killed by cops. 22% were unarmed. Farmers, ranchers, truck drivers, garbage collectors, and roofers are 60% more likely to be killed on the job. And finally, uh, in 2008, uh, was a 10-year low for police deaths, and 2012 is down 49% from 2011. So this business about uh, cops dying, uh, this uh, disturbing trend about cops getting killed is a bunch of bull.
0: I like how when uh, Ice-T, in his recent interview that kind of made some uh, international headlines about guns, uh, said that he'll give his up as soon as everybody else gives theirs up. And that includes yep. the police.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, the idea that this Bloomberg interview is just, it's just a a big old belly laugh. I think it's hilarious. Um, You know, for one, many police officers... Don't want people to give up their guns, so the idea that they would all get together simultaneously walk off the job until Americans made their lives the the police officers' lives safer is ridiculous. Secondly, it's just a smack in the face to the average American who's ten times more likely, um, you know the the the, the cops cops uh, are you know ten times more likely to kill than be killed, right?
7: Yeah, that's right. And ninety six percent of all people killed by cops in the last ten years were black or Hispanic.
0: Not a surprise. I'm afraid that happens. Hey,
7: and, uh, Did you guys hear that uh, the University of Colorado was doing a drill Friday morning where they were training first responders, and the scenario was a shooter in a movie theater?
0: Yeah, that's weird how that stuff happens.
1: That yeah, is it weird. is. Uh,
7: that, do you have that's a,
1: an AP. Mike? Do you have a, you have a link for that?
7: Uh, just type in uh, University of Colorado um, training first responders for. Uh, 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 violence, something like that. That's how I found it. I heard about it on the radio and looked it up myself. It's Thanks there.
0: for the clue, Mike. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You know, just a couple of updates. While since he brought us on to the topic of the shooting in Colorado at the movie theater, uh, there have been some details that have come out. There's, Of course, the conspiracy theorists were right on this particular topic. They jumped all over it on uh, right on the first day, as they normally do when it comes to these uh, tragic events, there's always some sort of conspiracy theory that is floated, and I think there's already been some holes punched. in. at least the first theory that I heard of, one of the questions that was asked uh, by some of the conspiracy theorists was, "Well, how did this guy get all this money?" Uh, Mark, apparently, that you said that this guy had gotten a grant from the government. Yeah, grant,
1: <laughs> we, apparently, it's the same as the Fast and Furious situation. <laughs> I mean, basically, the government gave him a big five-figure grant um, earlier that year, and they. Paid Paid for his schooling and all that stuff. So, I mean, he wasn't a poor college student paying for school. His school was paid for. Mm. And they gave him a stipend on top of that. So he used that money to buy the – the government gave him the money to buy the weapons to go and kill those people.
0: Right. And uh, remember there was a report that said somebody went and opened the door for this guy. But now the report is that apparently he actually bought a ticket – And then left the theater. So the person going up to the door was probably him leaving the theater to then go, you know, prop the door open and then return later uh, with the guns and. Engage in the massacre. Even if
1: somebody let him in in that circumstance, I wouldn't feel as badly about the person who did so. Like, hey, I got to run to my car. I'm going to take this exit because it's a lot closer. Will you, uh, you know, Let me have your cell number. I'll call you back and um, you let me back in when I come. Even if that was what the scenario was, I couldn't say what the scenario was. But even if that it was that, I wouldn't feel badly because the person would know that this person had a ticket. It wasn't somebody letting in somebody who wasn't authorized.
0: Yeah but the suggestion had been that this uh you know there was a confederate that somebody was uh in on it with him and that that person had let this person uh, you know had let the killer into the theater uh, but it doesn't look like that's uh that's the case either so at this point i don't know i'm sure the conspiracy theorists have new versions of their conspiracy there has to be some new uh proposal but it appears that uh, he was not funded by some mysterious uh group uh some inside you know inside government uh, conspiracy that's trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes that uh, it's no it's right out in the open he was funded by the government but not for this purpose he was funded for schooling purposes yeah So 855-450-FREE is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, Again, the U.N. Commission here recommending that all laws against prostitution be uh, decriminalized. End those laws, they say. Laws that criminalize and dehumanize populations at the highest risk of HIV, including men who have sex with men, sex workers, transgender people, and injecting drug users drive people underground away from essential health services and heighten their risk of HIV, said the commission in their recent release. Commission says 116 countries and territories have punitive laws against sex work, and 80 countries or territories have some legal protections for sex workers. According to the report, some governments deploy anti-human trafficking laws so broadly that they conflate voluntary and consensual exchanges of sex for money with the exploitative, coerced, often violent uh, trafficking of people, primarily women and girls, for the purposes of sex. And the Secretary General... uh, Agreed. He urged all countries to remove those punitive laws, policies, and practices that hamper the AIDS response. Successful AIDS responses do not punish people. They protect them. We must ensure that AIDS responses are based on evidence, not ideology, and reach those most in need and most affected. 855-453. The SACL-CAI toll-free line. Does it sound scary to you to decriminalize drug use, injecting drugs, that sort of thing? This is Free Talk Live.
1: Hey, college students, the Independent Institute in Oakland, California is putting on the Challenge of Liberty Seminar this summer. You can spend a week connecting with other liberty-minded students from around the world, attending seminars with libertarian luminaries, and grappling with pressing issues facing the world's economy and its people. Go to seminar.freetalklive.com. It's 195 for the class and 300 for the room and meals at the beautiful Notre Dame de Namur University in Belmont, California. Seminar.freetalklive.com
0: this is free talk live you bring up anything you want toll free 855-453 it's the SACL cai toll free line and you can take control of the airwaves here. Uh, you can also uh, get us online over at freetalklive.com. You may listen to our live streams, which we have in different bandwidths for different size internet connections. We've got broadband, mid-band, and narrowband versions. Uh, they are available around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there over at listen.freetalklive.com. Also, you can get a list of over 100 great radio stations that air the show at various times throughout the week, Uh, In addition to that, we've got our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, where you will hear Free Talk Live on two different channels uh, throughout the week. We also have our KU Band free-to-air channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Listen.freetalklive.com.
1: If you don't have a will, you're leaving your family open to a situation where the government's going to decide where your property goes. It can be in probate for years. You're really really doing a disservice to your family if you've got kids if you've got a wife you need to have or a husband or whatever you've got a spouse you need to have a will um, and you know, if you're a single person, it's a good idea, but if you're in some kind of relationship and especially if you have dependents, you've got to have it. And if you don't have it, you should go to LegalZoom.com. I, that's where I did mine. It was fast and easy. It wasn't very much at all. You can get, I mean, it was less, it was less than a hundred dollars. I can tell you that. Um, I don't know, you know what they've moved it to. I think it was 60 or $70 when I did it, but you can save 10 bucks on your order. With uh, coupon code FTL at LegalZoom.com. They've got all kinds of uh, common legal documents there. It's LegalZoom.com, coupon code FTL, fast and easy.
0: All right. uh, Julia has dropped in to uh, sit in with us for the remainder of the show. And uh, just to bring you up to speed and any other listeners just tuning in, the UN, an organization of which I'm definitely not a fan, uh, they're right on this one. They are recommending legalizing prostitution, decriminalizing prostitution around the world, and also uh, legalizing injecting drugs and therefore decriminalizing drugs or legalizing drugs as well. Uh, They kind of throw around the terms legalization and and decriminalization here sort of interchangeably uh, throughout this report. Now, the report's from cnsnews.com, and CNS News is a right-wing like ultra right-wing website their headline is the right news right now so you know what you're dealing with when you come to uh, cnsnews.com for your news source and so, of course, we've invited folks to comment on this. You know, is, does, this, you know does this make you afraid, the idea of having legal uh, heroin in the streets? Uh, is this a scary thing, having legalized prostitution? And it's very rare that anyone ever calls to support the war on drugs or anyone calls to support uh, continuing to have prostitution be criminal. But thankfully, CNS News being, a, again, a right-wing uh, website, they have dug up somebody who is willing to take those positions. Her name, Dr. Janice Krause. She's the director of the Beverly LaHaye Institute at Concerned Women for America in Washington, D.C. She says the proposal to redefine and decriminalize prostitution worldwide is not new. She says liberals have always used the term sex work instead of prostitution. They like to legitimize the whole industry that way so that it can be regulated and so that it can be considered a legitimate option for women and give it more respectability. But the sad Really? Thing-
1: really? I mean, that's the reason? Is because it legitimizes prostitution? How many women out there tomorrow are going to open up their own, you know, little walk-in-and-screw-me-for-money uh, uh, setup um, just because it's legal? I'm not. I mean, come on. Uh, women understand economics. One of the reasons that prostitution, uh, you know, the prostitutes basically get paid the same as doctors and lawyers— and that's what they get paid per hour, according to a prostitute that we interviewed on the
0: air, right? There are different prostitutes. I mean, different, different ones levels. get paid different amounts, but you there, can get prostitutes for pretty, pretty cheap There are different levels of lawyers street. and doctors, too. Right. Um,
1: so, you know, I don't know, but and I, I, I don't know how to negotiate these things. I've never tried. I don't know anything about I'm this I'm pretty world. sure
4: Penn and Teller said that um, they, they had an escort girl on there, and she was making $300 an hour.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the $300 an hour probably isn't terrible, but consider for a second what – are you going to get paid when the when, the, when everybody can sh- hang out their shingle? When just the prostitutes in your town can hang out a shingle and say, I am open for business, and suddenly they can get the business that they need, then, competi- then you know, at that point, the competition's out there. Supply is higher. That, mean price, that means prices go down. Yeah, I think demand would go up, too. I'm not going to doubt—you know, I don't doubt it for a second. Demand might go up. But— you know i mean how, how many women are gonna have sex for fifty dollars i just don't think that many that many are
4: i'm not even willing to do it for the three hundred dollars right I, I love the idea like i wish that i could I mean, it's so much money and it's easy, but I'm just not willing to do that. I don't want to. It's going to be
1: a bad couple of days after that when you're thinking about what you did. You know, it's going to (laughs) be that it's going to be a bad time. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody out there has had has done the one time fling thing and different people. React differently to it. Well, and I would say that a larger amount of women, because of all the social pressures, say to themselves that I, I knew I can't do that. That's yucky.
4: It's not the one-time fling thing that bothers me, which I've never done a one-time fling in the regards where I didn't know them. You know what I mean? I've, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the definition of a one-night stand, right, is that you just met him that night, you're drinking, you wake up next to him and then never see him again. So I've never done anything like that. But um, I I would have a problem with the gross unattractive really unattractive you know like some guy 40 year old guy with a pot belly who didn't take a shower like you that kind of thing your... would really bother
1: me You're right and, and this is the problem with prostitution is that the hot people don't want to pay you to have sex but, they don't um, need to but right so i mean but what you could do in, in your you know little uh, if you were to set this up is you just have a one-way mirror where you could talk through on a speaker and say nope the
4: glory hole. Sorry,
1: <laughs> you're not you're you're, you're you're not qualified. Closed for the day. Goodbye. You know, move just, along. you just move them along <laughs> right. if they're not something that you find acceptable. Uh, you know, visually. Now you won't be able to sniff them from there but and smell. You know, whether they. You could are.
0: force them to take a shower first.
1: Yep. <laughs> Walk in, take a shower. Right. Yeah. I don't know if this is driving your price up or down.
0: No, th- Now, look, Mark, you've made a suggestion on uh, the air before, and I, I think you might be on to something, that uh, essentially if prostitution were legalized, that would put an extra bit of competition in the realm for uh, ladies out there with their commodities, shall we say. That's – you know, sex is something that is valuable to a lot of men, and if if – You know, women who aren't prostitutes know that men could just go and satisfy their sexual desires with somebody legally, that uh, they would oppose the idea of that legalizing prostitution. Isn't that essentially what Janice Krauss is saying here? I mean, she's saying that... uh, You know, that it would be considered a legitimate option for women, would be given more respectability. No, I
1: think that I think she's saying that women are more likely to be driven into this business, and I think it's very unlikely. I think that a lot of damaged women go into this, and people who don't have a lot of options, uh, you know, the poorly educated, and you know, people who, for whatever reason, had early sexual experiences and you know, feel that. That that's what they're they're good for, um, you know. They grow they grow into uh, you know having a persona that perhaps uh, is able to to hide that. But I, I just don't think I think that this point that she's making is invalid as it could be.
0: She makes some really weird uh, statements here. You know, too. I had a,
1: um, I had a friend actually. Yeah, I had a friend, and I'm not going to tell you any more about the relationship. But uh, uh, the sister of this friend decided that she would be a stripper. Um, and this was in Sarasota, Florida at the Cheetah. So we're talking about full nude, full nude yeah. with alcohol, right? Okay. Is that what you recall? I've
0: never been there. Okay.
1: I have been, I have been to the Cheetah, and I recall, that's what I recall. It's like $20 to get in the door. It's nuts. Wow. I went one time with a bachelor party, and I'm like, why are you kidding me? Was
4: it a nice strip club? I, the cheat is so a
1: higher end
0: strip club.
4: Right. I think
1: they're all so dark. Yes, it is a higher end, end one. But this was a this was a um, young lady, and she had just turned eighteen, mm-hmm. just turned eighteen, and she was from a rather uh, you know a reasonably wealthy family, um, and you know she thought that it, this would be a great way to make money. She was there one evening and did not finish the shift
0: wow just because what the scummy
1: guys well, or the I, way the i think that treated a lot of people a lot of women think that stripping has to do with dancing on the stage with lot with not very many clothes on and people throw money at you that's not what stripping is Stripping's all about the private dances Lab i'm dances afraid and yeah and, like and that. that means grinding up against people that are less than uh, that mm. can't get people grind up against them for free
0: This lady has some more ridiculous statements to make about her opinions about prostitution. She purports to be an expert about it. We'll share them here in moments. 855-453. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. Toll free at 450 free. It's the Saikal Cai Toll Free Line 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. Oops, oh, sorry, Julia. Try to turn your mic on. That might help.
4: Uh... And Julia
0: <laughs> and Mark. All right, so...
1: Hey, you just stepped in. I mean, the poor guy. How to get used to but it? I've, but
4: I I was on last segment, so it's not like it's the first mess up. You know. It's,
1: well, it's the it's the first mess up,
0: right? You it didn't... is the first one, yeah.
4: Well, but it wasn't the first. What well, doesn't matter. I'm here. <laughs>
0: yes, you are. And thanks for being here. 855-450-FREE. Right in time to talk about prostitution. Oh, goody. Uh Because uh, that's what the UN has recommended be completely... Decriminalize around the world why well because uh, the fact that it's illegal means that people are at greater risk of sexually transmitted disease specifically hiv aids that's what the focus of uh, this particular report was was how can uh, these how can these laws be adjusted to uh, to help people Uh, Because right now, it's not. Making these things prohibited just drives them into the underground. It makes them more dangerous. It makes it so people don't want to get help, uh, for instance, for heroin addiction. They're afraid to go and get uh, the assistance that they could use. If
1: a prostitute gets beaten up or robbed, what's she going to do?
0: That's it. You can't go to uh, any kind of police in that particular case. They also recommended abolishing national drug registries and mandatory HIV testing and shutting down all compulsory drug detention centers. This is a huge recommendation. Shutting down the compulsory detention centers and replacing them with voluntary services for treating drug abuse, meaning drug users would go and seek treatment when they are ready to stop.
1: It's the only time. I mean, that's what they say in Narcotics Anonymous is the only requirement for uh, membership is a desire to stop using right that's the only requirement but what do these courts do they jam people into these programs and destroy the one requirement for membership
0: the commission specifically recommended that the United States should also repeal its federal ban of funding needle and syringe exchange services that inhibit access to HIV services for people who inject drugs. And it's now, the
1: United States drug policy which drives the drug policy around the world. Just ask the Latin American leaders who have come out against the United States drug policy because they know that the United States drug policy means they, they, they attach it to all kinds of funding to Latin American countries and all, this, all these things their aid to their military and their police forces and all these things, and they know, they know that the the United States drug policy drives the world's drug policy.
0: CNSnews.com is the site reporting on this. It's a very uh, right-wing website. So they've managed to trot out some supposed expert, Janice Krause, the director of Beverly Hay, the Beverly Hay Institute at Concerned Women for America. In Washington, D.C. Now, she purports to be some kind of an expert on prostitution, and, of course, she is against the legalization of prostitution. She claims that uh, the sad fact is, she says, in every instance where prostitution has been legalized, illegal prostitution has flourished. Now, try making sense out of that. Well, um,
1: they're talking about, uh, you, know, you know, say, in Nevada. Um, you know people some people people go to Nevada for the you know, it 's sin San and sun or whatever they call it there, um, and you know the idea is is that in some counties you can have prostitution, other counties they can have gambling, but you can 't have it in the same county, which I guess that means you should live near the edge of a county or something like that, but whatever, so you have to go some distance uh, from Vegas in order to find the Bunny Ranch mm-hmm. or whatever. And I don't know where the Bunny Ranch is, what county it's in, or how far it is from Vegas or anything like that. Sure you I've don't. just heard it, heard of it. You, no, you you didn't go to Vegas with <laughs> no. me that one time. I'm not going to the Bunny Ranch. Um, <laughs> but, me neither. Whatever. Um, you don't even leave your. You really don't even leave the Strip. You certainly don't, you don't leave your hotel much, and you certainly don't leave the Strip. But. You know, since there are people do, having uh, prostitution in the next county over, why not do it in this county? So, you know, lots of people
0: Maybe she, Maybe that's what she means. She gets into a little more detail here. She claims that the pimps, they all want prostitution legalized. She says they like that. The pimps? Really? They wouldn't exist, really. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Well, they if-
1: might be muscle, um, you know. At you know, for instance, Julia, if you uh, you know ran one of these uh, places, you might hire security, sure, in order to do it. And uh, you know, I sure,
0: but that's not a, the same as being a not pimp. a pimp. But I mean, what's one
1: of the services supposedly a pimp provides.
0: In theory, yes, the pimp will provide security, but the the pimp also provides clients, and uh, so the pimp supposedly provides protection for the girls and clients. Uh, the, if for the, the girls. pimps
1: provide clients, then why do they make the girls go walk the streets? The girls are getting the clients. Yeah, good point.
4: The the girls are basically owned by the pimp, and the pimp uh, gets most of their money.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I had a friend who got uh, clients for prostitutes and they did not call him uh, the pimp. their pimp. <laughs>
0: She says the sex traffickers want it legalized because they gain far more traction with their own illegal activities anytime that's the case. She says it's now, happened in my, Germany. It's my, happened in Amsterdam.
1: My one concern um, with prostitution being legalized is that, yep, you're right. It, it. Yeah, I think that there are some concerns. Some people uh, are, you know, no matter what, some people are going to have an appetite for young people, whether those young people are, um, you know, Male or female or whatever they are, I think that for people who have an appetite for sex with people above the age of eighteen or twenty-one or whatever age they would legalize this at, um, you know, there would be enough competition in the marketplace that you probably wouldn't have a situation where anybody was going to be, be- being held against their will. But um, you know, yes, I don't, I don't know what it would do for the. Um, I think it would diminish. The uh, the slavery trade. She's saying it increases it. I would say that it's uh, I disagree. The increase because, you know, think about this for a second. A lot of times, uh, you know, the pimps, the real pimps will basically enslave a young woman. They'll, uh, you know, take a 14 year old girl because they're easier to control than a 19 year old girl. Um, And they'll, you know, use her as a prostitute. The men don't really care as long as they're having sex with a young person. Um, And, you know, 19, 14 doesn't matter to them. And they're kind of stuck in the situation. Once you say okay, then you're stuck. Um, so you know, well, you a lot
0: of the times they're not saying okay. They're being told, Look, you either do what we say or we're gonna kill. I'm your talking family. About the men.
1: Oh, OK. Um. In, in that circumstance, probably not getting their family um, threatened. But, no, but the girls are, you know, if there's an, an option, a legal option of, you know, some woman that wants to have sex out there, then why are you going to pay? Because you know, it's going to be expensive to keep these uh, in, enslaved girls. You've got to you know, they've got to eat and all these other things. Um, so I think that it would greatly diminish it, but it certainly won't get rid of it.
4: Well, if there's a black market for a different set of prostitutes, like you're talking about with these enslaved girls, uh, when I think of prostitution, there's kind of tiers of prostitutes, right? So there's streetwalkers, which you can get a a BJ for 20 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But these girls are much more likely to have diseases. If you're talking about legal prostitution, which I know they brag in Nevada about having no cases of AIDS ever, and they're tested monthly, Mm -hmm. like, why would I choose... A illegal one over a legal one. If I, I mean, if I have access to women that are clean, I would definitely choose that.
0: Yeah, the markets would just wouldn't be there as much. Plus, if there's going to be enforcement of sex trafficking, you know, if if prostitution is legal and now. The police resources are free you could then focus instead of running stings on poor 70 year old men who are trying to get their rocks off uh by hiring a prostitute you know one friday evening which is you know commonly you'll see when you watch these undercover stings they're busting you know 50 60 70 year old guys that just you know their wife died or they're just bored at home or whatever their excuse is they're just looking to uh, to get off whatever uh, yeah. these are the, you know commonly the people that they're busting uh, that uh, if the police weren't focusing on doing those sorts of uh, activities, they could focus on, you know, sex trafficking and sex slavery. Then maybe that would be more effective at, uh, at shutting those, uh, those sex rings down.
1: I don't know how effective they would be. It's very difficult to, uh, to catch those things, but certainly, you know, if they're less diluted, they'd be more effective. So there you'd have a lower demand and a higher effectiveness of law enforcement. So I don't think that this lady is speaking the truth when she says that it would increase it.
0: I don't think so either. But, of course, CNS News doesn't let anyone rebut her statements. Uh, Linking the elimination of laws against sex work with the AIDS is a cop-out, according to Krauss, because it ignores the role of behavior change and personal responsibility. She says, it's fascinating to me the way they dance around to avoid addressing the issue of behavior and to avoid the issue of consequences of promiscuity. This is an example. They don't want anything that would suggest to anybody that they ought to curb their sexual behavior. They don't want anything to curb anybody's enjoyment of sexual activity without consequences. And all of this is an attempt to mainstream behaviors and then deal with the consequences. And that plan does does not work. Well, uh, it does work, Um, you know.
4: What's wrong with safe sex?
1: It clearly works, but the uh, you know what I mean. You know, you can demonstrably it works when you're talking about Nevada and um, where you've seen you know zero cases um, in these legal prostitute, legal brothels. Um, You know, they'll they'll make those claims, as Julia had said here. I mean, obviously that works. I I agree with this woman, and when it comes to behavior change, the best way not to get AIDS is by not having you know first first step, don't have sex with prostitutes. I mean, you know, there's there's some way to, to you know. To, to cut down in your chances. <laughs> you know? Um, fine. But that's not working either. I mean, if, if the one isn't working, then the other isn't working, because that's what's being done now.
0: Well, ultimately, she is suggesting here that the laws against prostitution encourage people to behave. That, uh... Because we have laws against prostitution, that people are less promiscuous. I think a certain
1: amount of uh, paid sex, uh, prostitution, doesn't occur because of the the laws are in place. I, I you know I would agree with that, but that doesn't change the consequences. Of the, prost- the the sex, uh, the prostitution type sex that occurs is aren't much worse.
0: Eight five five four fifty free. That's the Saecal CAI toll free line. You take control. Hour three is next. It's free time. I've been told no in guy? many different ways
2: an order and you're going to obey it. Well,
0: George, you can go this way. You can do that and you have to leave
2: here. You cannot
6: bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable
0: me. here, actually. Whoa, excuse whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 excuse me. There is no
6: video or audio allowed in this office. Uh,
0: now, I have work today. This uh, is you ain't going to make it. Wait a uh, minute. Now. now, wait a minute. A minute. Right. Oh, hey, whoa. hey, oh my god.
7: Why are you running? Because you scared me. What am I being detained
8: for? You'll be in terms. What you is this? You'll be in terms. What you'll is go. this? What is this?
0: What is this? Are you? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Coming this summer, Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. See the trailer now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's 855-450-3733. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Julia and Mark. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com you can get interactive there and actually create the content for the site. So if you find something online you want to share with us and the other listeners of the show, you can submit it as show prep, and then it will be appearing in the upcoming stories queue where you can vote on all the other fresh stories that have been submitted to the site. And when I say stories, it's just a URL. So it could be a YouTube video. It could be a news piece. It could be a blog post. Whatever it is you think people will be interested in, you submit it, it is voted upon. And if it's voted enough it'll make it to the front page of the site, and therefore more people will be exposed to it, and we're more likely to see it as well. Over at freetalklive.com, do head there and get interactive as we continue. uh, We'll take your phone calls, of course, about whatever's on your mind, and for those of you just tuning in, it was last hour that we began discussing a report from the UN that has determined that, uh, well, they're recommending that all countries around the world decriminalize or legalize prostitution, and also essentially legalizing drugs, essentially what they're they're pointing out here is that uh the decriminalization of prostitution and drug use will result in lower rates of hiv and aids and they're absolutely right about this but of course that doesn't stop the prudes out there from demanding that they continue these insane wars because if prostitution's illegal and it stops just one person from having sex Outside of marriage, then it's worth it, throwing all those people in jail cells and ruining all those lives. That's essentially the perspective of those who are against the decriminalization of drugs, including Janice Krauss, the director of the Beverly LaHaye Institute at Concerned Women for America in Washington, D.C.
4: A lot of people feel like prostitution uh, dehumanizes women. And I can understand why you would think that, but the reality is these women chose this profession. And they don't have to be prostitutes i mean
1: it's naturally it's it's at its core uh collectivist thinking it's saying that somehow I can control the behavior of other women because those women are ruining it for me um, you know i mean that's it what i mean you know it, it you know, you don't know what people are necessarily thinking about. People go, you know, people would want dominatrix prostitutes, too. Does that
0: dehumanize women? Well, dominatrixes are actually legal in the U.S. As long as they're not having sex. Correct. And what about dehumanizing men? I mean, there are male prostitutes as well. How come they don't get uh, dehumanized? Nobody ever talks about them.
4: There are some people out there who are very concerned with the concept. Anything where they think that a woman is treated like an object, you know, they don't like it. But the reality is, if you're a prostitute, you're receiving money for that. That's a contract. Mm -hmm. That's an agreement. That's a job. It's not you're an object.
1: Well, I mean, what's the difference between – I mean, when somebody hires a worker – they're hiring essentially a uh, you know an a pack mule or whatever to do a particular job. Um, I mean you know I hired that you job,
0: to do some work around the studio here. That's right. Are I you mean, dehumanized?
1: Well, I, I don't feel dehumanized. I feel bad for you because you can't do menial tasks. But um, <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> I just refuse to do it. That's all.
1: I don't know. I don't think you can. You'll, you, you're good for holding a board now and then.
0: Yeah, that's uh, true.
1: But yeah, I mean, no, I don't feel that way. I feel I actually feel edified because I know I'm doing something that you you can't do well and if i do it well then my work is going to be respected and you know you're going to say well you know that's that's good it's it's a skill a skill set i have that you don't
4: well and it's also i mean people become prostitutes for all kinds of different reasons some people like you said they're kind of born into a crappy life and it's how they make money there's certainly a lot of drug addicts for sure and that's Mm -hmm. how they can afford their habit um, and there are, I think, a lot of classier prostitutes who sure. just put themselves through college making $300 an hour. That's or, true. or,
1: I mean, you know, they, they, some of these numbers get even higher. I mean, if they're very attractive Thousands women, of dollars a night. Uh, you know, can very attractive women can, you know, do the work for a few years and be set in whatever career it is they want to go on to after that. Now, I'm not saying—I that don't know what they do, but some of them, when you're talking about higher-end ones, you know, can manage to pull it off. You have $1,000 a night.
4: Well, there was that website that we talked about, SeekingArrangements.com, and it was a basically legalized prostitution site. You could go on there and say, I want $10,000 a month, and I'll be your date or whatever. I, did, I don't know if you were here for that. I don't but, think was that I was. what it was called, Seeking it was Arrangements? It called SeekingArrangements.com, and it's um, basically you can go on. It's sugar mamas and sugar babies right. and sugar daddies, and you could say, I am a woman, and I'm attractive, and I want $10,000 a month to be, and we looked, and there was really girlfriend. girls on there who charged $10,000 a month to be your girlfriend, and some rich guy gives you $10,000 a month
1: yeah i mean you know that, that this is really the this concept of a kept woman right you know i mean precisely that
0: let's go to adam he's in michigan on the amp lines you're on free talk live with ian julia and mark hello adam hey how are you doing great what's on your mind tonight
8: i just wanted to address the comments from uh janice cross and i guess anyone else that might be objected to this um it seems like janice cross is uh I think it seems like her main objection is to the openness of sexuality. Myself, that's how I take it at least. And mm-hmm. and when it comes to that, it's I mean it's like where where do you draw the line? Because um, there's plenty of legal things that you know come to the objectification of women or whatever, or just individuals, men and women, using their good looks or sexuality for money. Whether it be you know something as high as pornography or even just a waitress at a restaurant, really, and it's like, where do you draw the line for people yeah. that object to that? Um, so I think she's just more prudish to the openness of sexuality and, you know, just one of those conservatives who long for how it used to be and, you know. Right. But Women wore uh, really not...
1: long sleeve shirts and uh, their skirts down to their ankles and you never, never wore a bathing suit that revealed any kind of flesh, that kind of thing
8: right and i mean there's models and magazines and just all sorts of things that uh seems like if they really wanted to they would you know they stand up to oh, all of that but obviously in society we live in it's more accepted so they don't want to you know they they take something like prostitution and rather than objecting to the bad things that it might lead to uh like violence or whatever they don't right. focus on that they focus on the activity, the sexual activity, more than you know. The yeah, she's the concerned.
0: Of the, she's concerned with the promiscuity uh, of Americans, not the fact that, as you pointed out, that prostitution being illegal leads to women and men, both both Johns and prostitutes, being beaten, robbed, uh, put at serious risk of uh, of STDs. None of this matters. All that matters is that people are people are having sex outside of marriage.
8: Yeah, certainly, and and. I, I think it's just whether it's a gun law or, you know, a sex law or whatever, whenever there's a demand, um, it's basically an unenforceable law. I mean, they can't even keep drugs and sex out of prison. That they're going to, you know, they're going to try to keep it out in the, you know, out in the world when they can't even outlaw it in their own, you know, high security prisons.
0: Adam, uh, any other thoughts you want to share tonight? Uh, no, that's it. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you at 855 450 free. Janice Krauss, by the way, uh, not the most attractive of women. <laughs> uh, just did a I was Google thinking search.
4: the entire time that this woman is ugly and never gets laid, and that's her problem. You know, I wonder
1: um, often what do the people think it's going to do to the family? Um, you know, because. Prostitution? Yeah. What? What if. What if somebody thought that you know, hey, um, I don't need to get married. Um, all I have to do is go, you know, I can go to prostitute three times a week or whatever. To me, that you know, the way I calculate that out is uh, you know, it's a savings in this way or that way. Now, I don't see it that way at all. Um, my wife. Hopefully, that's not the number one reason why people are getting married. I think that people get married for financial reasons. I think but that for sexual reasons. They get married for sexual reasons too. Hmm. Um, you know, but these 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 are. I would hope you'd get married because you love somebody. All right. The two main reasons for divorce are finances and sex. I see. How's that? Okay. Um, You can, you know, call it what you want to call it. But, um, you you know, I mean, what if somebody thinks to themselves, "Eh, you know, I don't have to get married. I have to deal with that crap, um, you know, and and I get a savings this way if I just, uh, you know, go to the prostitute three times a week. I think some
4: people would definitely feel that way. But I think a lot of people would prefer a connection and a companion. And you don't get that. Uh, for an hour at, at the prostitute you just don't get the same thing so the people that want that can have that but but there's plenty of people that wouldn't want that so it's ridiculous to claim that that would somehow take over and people wouldn't get married anymore
0: toll free number here 855-450-FREE what about all the guys that are cheating on their wives with a prostitute today a prostitute and would make that pretty easy wouldn't putting they? their wife at risk for sexually transmitted diseases if he cheats on her with a legal prostitute This is Free Talk Live. You can take control here toll-free at 855 toll free. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And don't forget, you can visit the webcam over at cam.freetalklive.com to watch and listen to the show at the same time. And in addition to that... Uh, You'll also be able to chat because the chat room is built into the same page. It's all free over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com.
1: And the telephones here are brought to you by SACL CAI. The principal of SACEL CAI, Jason Osborne, or one of the principals I should say, his father worked there too, um, and you know, also a big supporter of Free Talk Live, would like you to be re- to would like to remind you to share your favorite episode every week of Free Talk Live on your Twitter or Facebook. It's a great way to spread the message of liberty very cheaply. It's good advertising for us and free. Uh, so you can see SACL's uh, banner at FreetalkLive.com is top one on the right hand side of the page.
0: Looking at this uh, article here over at CNSnews.com, it's a very right wing uh, website. That is reporting on the U.N. Commission calling for legalizing prostitution. Just to make it clear, I don't support the U.N. I don't support world government. I don't like the idea of the, the U.N. Uh, you know, trying to tell people what to do. But in this case, it's a recommendation. They don't actually get to force these policies upon anybody. Uh, they're recommending this, uh, that uh, the countries around the world decriminalize or legalize prostitution and, uh, and drugs uh, as well. And uh, they interviewed prostitutes, activists, and public health advocates in 140 countries across the world to come to their conclusions. But CNS News is, a, again, a very uh, ultra-right-wing site and uh, so you can actually scroll down and look at their comment section here the 650 comments uh, just on the first page just looking at these comments it's mostly just attacks on the un nobody really has much to say about the idea of legalizing prostitution they're just they're just crowing about how terrible the un is and that the un needs to go away and i say look if somebody's right about something you know let give credit where credit's due they're absolutely right on this one. Now, they're absolutely wrong about gun confiscation and uh, taking guns out of uh, people's hands, that they're wrong about that, and the idea of I don't having think the a world worst, government's a terrible idea. I don't
1: think the worst thing in the world is an uh, if you're going to have these monopolies on uh, coercive violence that we call nations, um, if you're going to have these, that these nations might get together to talk about things to avoid violence with each other. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world.
0: No, I agree with you there, but the suggestion is the UN wants to rule the world that uh, they-
1: I would agree that there's you know agencies government agencies tend to grow and that government agency is going to tend to grow in that direction and I think that it would need to be watched vigilantly but that doesn't make the United States freer I mean you, know, I mean, you keep all this time watching the UN you know watch the birdie the uh, the alligator sneaking up behind you
0: You know, I was looking at the uh, the Concerned Women for America. That's where their expert came from. Their self-styled expert in their article that they were quoting. And I went to the front page of their website and uh, CWA, their top news story here, is hosting Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day. Oh, God. uh, Which is in response to this Muppets, uh, excuse me, not the Muppets situation, but the the head of Chick-fil-A apparently has come out against uh, gay marriage. He came out in a recent interview. It's a
1: Christian company that even closes on
0: Sundays. It does, and it's so upsetting to me. I remember when I used to live in Florida; they had Chick Fil A's all over the place, yep. and I it seemed like the only time I ever thought of going was on Sunday, and it would really upset me.
1: You know, they've got great sandwiches, and the worst thing about them is is they close on Sundays. Yep. Um, you know,
0: and they happen to be overtly Christian in your face. Like, I'm not going to s- I'm
1: not going to make some kind of uh, you know stupid boycott here, where um, you know I don't I live in a town I'd live in a town that doesn't have a Chick Fil A and Say that I'm not going to Chick-fil-A because I do live in a town that doesn't have a Chick-fil-A. And, um, but, uh, you know, I think Chick-fil-A has fine sandwiches and I wish they'd go about making them.
0: Right. And shut up. <laughs> about the viewpoints. You don't hear
1: McDonald's talking about, uh, you know, b- you know bashing gay people and yeah. things like that. Right, because it
0: upsets me, because I really did, like, I grew up eating Chick-fil-A, and it was, I loved it as a kid. I remember growing up, I wanted to work for Chick-fil-A, <laughs> and now I would never do something like that. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, they got some really good food, uh, but it's unfortunate they've got some viewpoints that are really uh, upsetting. There's a, there's
1: a good percentage of the population that will not shop at Chick-fil-A because of their views on
0: gays, and, yeah. you know... And now that includes the Muppets, apparently. They have now come out and uh, they had, I guess, an agreement with Chick-fil-A. And ever since this uh, Dan Cathy, their chief executive, made this statement saying that they support the traditional family and the biblical definition of the family unit, Uh, apparently that's part of what he said.
1: Well, I support the traditional family. I think that that's a fine thing to say. Yeah, but but what he
0: means is he doesn't support two dads raising uh, a kid. That's what he means by that.
1: Right. I mean, when he says the biblical definition of a family, then that excludes any other definition of a family uh, to my mind. And meaning that, you know, it's not okay for them to, you know, to call themselves a family. I don't believe that. I do think that the perfect family is one husband, one wife, and, you know, that kind of thing. However, I don't think that every family that has one husband and one wife is perfect. So therefore, um, since all families are imperfect, it's, it's not up for me to say who's, which family is better and which family is worse.
0: Yeah, I'd rather have uh, kids raised in a loving uh, gay household than an abusive hom- uh, heterosexual here, household. here. Uh So anyway, this uh, the, the Muppets have now taken the money they got from Chick-fil-A for their agreement that they had with them and donated it to the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation and sent out a press release about it. Hmm. So I guess that's kind of stirring the pot a little bit here. Andrew is in Tacoma, Washington, listening on XM's America's Talk. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey, what's going on, guys?
0: What's on your mind tonight?
6: Oh, well, I listened last night. Uh, I tried calling in, but I guess I had missed it or something. Uh, but I was listening, and I was talking, you guys were talking about the uh, Armory website and the drug website.
0: Yes, these are uh, the sites that are on tour. They are anonymized uh, sites. You can only access them through the Onion Router. It's a special uh, anonymous way of accessing sites that are not available through the regular Internet. And they do have uh, all variety, a, matter, a large variety of drugs and a much smaller variety of uh, guns and weapons available.
6: Yeah, my only concern that would be with that is, is uh, this whole drug war slash you know, Fast and the Furious. Um, thing going on. You know, Are you
1: afraid that it won't possible. be the State Department passing out uh, machine guns from here on out?
6: <laughs> well, it, you know, it, I, I, my biggest concern would be that the government could possibly be running it in order to, we'll say, screw the American people in certain aspects, you know, uh, building up things for warrants and uh, arrests
0: well, they've been running the—if that's true, then they've been running this operation for quite a while now, and uh, the—for uh, the, instance, while the armory is newish newish within right. the last six months, uh, the Silk Road's been around now for a couple of years at least— and uh, if, if it's true that they're just building cases, they've been building cases for quite a while. And how many well, uh, transactions did you say there it, were, it's Julia?
4: hundreds a day. I, I'll look it up again, but they actually posted, they post their transactions every once in a while, and it's hundreds a day. And there are and sellers across the world. I can become a seller. Like, I could. There's a way. I mean, it's easy to do. Right. If I had drugs to sell, I create a seller's account, and I could go do that right now, create a seller's account. So, would I be be fake? I mean, there has to be real sellers on there.
0: I know for a fact there are real drugs on there because I know people who've used uh, the Silk Road. And also, I can explain why that wouldn't really work here in a little bit. If you want to stick with us, uh, Andrew, we can continue the conversation. 855 450 free. There's a lot of understandable paranoia surrounding these anonymous uh, websites but there are reasons why as i mentioned at the very end of last night's show they actually might be safer than the real the other black market the successes are piling up and proving the free state project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea when you're planning your move to new hampshire consider keen Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation and there's plenty of political opportunity as well Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. 855 450 free. That's the point of the program. Take control of the airwaves. 1 855 450 3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you there. Lots of different stuff, including bulletin board system you can go and get interactive with other free talk live listeners on our forum it's bbs.freetalklive.com that'll get you there it's free bbs.freetalklive.com
1: we're talking about the silk road and the armory which are two places in the internet where one can buy and sell things that uh, you know might exist in the black or gray markets and one uh, integral part of these uh, that that makes these uh, these these websites possible is bitcoin bitcoin is the internet's cash um, it allows you to do business with whom you want to do business without inter- interference from any banking organization or government agency or whatever. Bitcoins can't be counterfeited. Nobody can inflate them. Um, they, You can send and receive them. Nearly instantly, you know, I mean, relatively quickly, they go back and forth. And, you know, nobody's getting a cut of it. There's no fee for sending um, bitcoins. There's nobody inserting themselves. Gives you 100% complete control over your money. You can find out more by going to weusecoins.org and watching the video there. And if you want to get some bitcoins, go to bitinstant.com. It's easy to get bitcoins with BitInstant. You go there, you, uh, you know, find some place to make a deposit. There's more than 700,000 locations. There's another 200 and something thousand coming soon, close to a million locations around the globe. That's plenty. There's one close to you. It's BitInstant.com.
0: All right, let's go back to Andrew. He's listening in Tacoma, Washington to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. And the reason why uh, you probably had trouble calling in last night, Andrew, is uh, America's Talk airs free talk live two hours delayed. So uh, you you really only get, like, uh, it starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. And so we're on for that. That's our last hour. And then they, you know, they're starting the show right then. So that's probably, you probably just called too late. Uh, but you can always call us during the 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern uh, hours, whether you're listening uh, to XM or local radio station, and if the, you are getting the show in delay, you'll be able to hear yourself later on uh, so you've you've called tonight about the uh, the Silk Road and the armory, these two sites we've been discussing uh, we discussed in detail yesterday, but I didn't really get into detail as to why, in my opinion, they are safer ways to purchase illegal uh, products and services than uh, than the actual you know regular black market that we're all used to and you'd call tonight to express concern that well, what if the government is running the website? Well, first of all, there haven't been uh, massive raids uh, that we know of on the customers of these sites, so there's no real evidence for that. But one of the reasons why they, they can't do what you're suggesting is because of a factor called plausible deniability. And so, for instance, if I wanted to, Andrew, let's say I knew you. I don't know you, but uh, let's say I did know you. And I wanted to, uh, you know, if I believed this uh, website was, was being run by the state, and I, let's say I didn't like you. So I want to go ahead and order some drugs and, or a gun or something like that, or an illegal gun, and have it sent to your—probably uh, better be drugs because it's a lot cheaper <laughs> than than buying uh, guns. So let's say I send some drugs to your uh, your house through this website. Would that make you liable for it?
6: Well, uh, it could, but at the same time, you are saying, that, if I'm not mistaken, last night that the uh, Navy
4: designed the uh, system that they're using. Tor yes, Tor the yeah.
0: onion router is the anonymizing system.
1: That's correct, and they use it as I understand. They continue to use it for their spy work networks, including the NSA.
6: Yeah, that, that's the only reason why I'm. You know, I, me personally, I'm really gun pro, pro guns, and you know, I believe that you know almost everybody in the the country should have them. Um, but you know, that would be my biggest concern is the fact that given that you said that the maybe a design. The system, regardless of if you ordered it under my name, if the government designed it, what's the possibility of being able to track it? And then, on top of that, as well, if you know, if I put myself in, in and police officer's shoes, uh, buying drugs, I wouldn't just go buy them once and then, you know, arrest the guy. I would multiply do, it, you know.
1: But well, this has been and going on for. I mean, at this point,
6: uh,
1: more than a year, a couple of years. Well, TOR has been going on longer, right? Uh, TOR has been going on for more than a decade um, at this point, point. And, and I
0: don't think the Navy is is operating TOR. I mean, I don't. I don't think, I don't think they're no, they're, no.
1: They, it's it's a it's a it's a mathematical formula that was created by cryptographic ex- experts that were working for the government at the time, and the
0: reason that I right I choose, now the Tor site is not being run by the the military. I don't or believe like so. that.
1: Um, I, I think that they use. I think they use the Onion Router um in some way uh, anyway uh, somebody, somebody else would have to figure these things out um you know rather than i'll go do the research if um you know now that you've brought up the concern so that i can have this in the future but uh basically i have some friends who are you know these crypto geeks these guys who's uh you know their idea of fun is hanging around on a friday night writing math formulas that other people can't figure <laughs> out um and you know These guys say that there's no way that they could put the the strongest computers in the world into cracking this stuff, and it couldn't be done inside of years. So that's why I believe it.
4: Well, he brought up the fact that there's plausible deniability. Um, In addition, what – Why would the government waste manpower in arresting people who are buying personal stashes of drugs? You know what I mean? Like, it's not worth it for them to go after someone who buys 10 ecstasy pills.
1: But they would go after somebody who bought 10 hand grenades.
4: And that's what he called in on. (laughs) I believe that. I surely believe that is the case. Yes. Um, But I I just don't believe. I think um, the majority of people on the Silk Road are using it for personal use. Uh, You're not talking about kilos and kilos and kilos of cocaine and things like that. Now, that certainly does happen. And if you're willing to purchase a larger quantity like that, there's definitely more risk associated with it. And you're obviously willing to take the risk.
1: And uh, you know, pr- probably uh, most importantly to, to be said is the government absolutely could have an a-, a government agent absolutely could be selling on sure. the armory or um, you know whatever. And they you, could. You, you, you need to know that when you get started. I don't think that it's a government setup, but a government agent certainly could be doing that, trying to collect.
4: There as have much been people money. who have been outed as potential, like just acting weird on the forums.
0: But you, know, you follow the forums. I do. So, I mean, do you see examples of people having, you know, deliveries to their house and then getting busted? I mean, do you see that?
4: Um, people don't know? post that sort of thing. No, I have never seen that posted. Um, there's all kinds of interesting things on the forum. I would recommend to anyone who is maybe a little nervous about the Silk Road or just wants to learn more about Bored. it, just go on the Silk Road forums because it is interesting. You'll learn a lot about how the site works and what kind of protections are in place. Um I have never seen anything like you're describing. I have seen uh, people who have worked for the post office uh, describing the process of how the packages would get searched and that Mm -hmm. kind of things. Um, I've seen a lot of paranoid posts where people are concerned because they didn't get a package and they're freaking out. But I've never heard of anyone actually getting into any legal trouble. So
0: it's more likely that uh, on the Silk Road or in the Armory site... That you'll get scammed, then you will right. get arrested. Uh, that you know, you'll know you give somebody some now, money and they won't send the product.
4: Right. And, and that's not to say that uh, there aren't precautions taken. But from what I've seen, if you're on the forums for a while, you can kind of gauge which sellers you should work with. And they have uh, like a system in place. So a lot of them will advertise, you do not have to sign for this package. And that's for your protection because the package, if it comes, my understanding legally is that if a, if they came to your door and they gave you this package, the only way that they could prove that you accepted this package is if you signed for it.
0: But even then, I have to wonder like, you know, again, if I sent Andrew uh, bought some drugs on the Silk Road and sent them to Andrew's house, and you know, a lot of people if FedEx comes up, well, I got a package for you, they're going to sign for it, whether or not they know what's in that package. I mean, still, you would, wouldn't you think you still have plausible deniability? Like, whoa, I didn't know what that was. Well, the only, uh, the only
6: thing I I could see being uh played as uh entrapment, but you know, at the same time, look at a lot of stuff the government does, and I don't mean to step on you, uh, Stephanie, but
0: it's it's Julia, but that's um, all
6: right. Oh sorry, I'm yeah, okay. I'm bad with names. Um but you know, look at a lot of the stuff the government does, I mean, you know, they mesh stuff up all the time. And so, I mean, you know, it's just it's the only concern
0: I would have. I got you, man. It's a, I think it's a legitimate concern. It's certainly one of the first uh, issues that people have with these sites. But if you think about it, if you want to get a gun or some other weapon or you want to get drugs, getting it from some street dealer is a much higher likelihood of you're dealing with some sort of an undercover agent or a much higher likelihood someone's going to roll over on you. With the Silk Road or the Armory, you don't know who your sellers are. Nobody can roll on anybody. More coming up. Thanks for the call. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and all the features we give to you. So head over there and enjoy them over at freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian.
4: And Julia. And Mark.
0: All right. So uh, we've been talking about the uh, the Onion Router Uh, caller brought this up again, and by the way, I do have the uh, the seven things uh, that you need to be wary about regarding Bitcoin, but it's uh, it's too detailed, so we're going to put that on hold. Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow night uh, because it's just all kinds of it's basically a hit piece against Bitcoin, and it's ridiculous. But uh, since we talked about the Onion Router last night, some other people called with some concerns this evening. I thought it was important to address that a little bit further as to why I believe that that the Silk Road and uh, the Armory are a safer way to buy illegal products than the street level. And there's multiple reasons why. One, safer uh, the drugs are safer on the Silk Road because there's competition there. And uh, Julia, you've been to a number of uh, raves over the years, so yes. you're, you're very familiar with that scene. And frequently, if you go to something like a, some kind of a party, there's some unscrupulous character in some cases who will show up with pills that he will market as uh, being MDMA or ecstasy as it is called on the streets uh, and uh, and they're not. They're not. I mean, crap. It's, it's crap. It's something
4: else. I heard a really disturbing statistic and I'm not sure if it's true but a DJ that I know went to Electric Forest which is a huge festival out in the west somewhere and he said that they had a dance safe booth there and that 80% of all of the Molly and Ecstasy did not have any MDMA in it at all.
0: Eighty percent. And this was like one big the big old like a big old camping kind yes. of festival thing? So frequently I mean you will find that the stuff that they sell is total bunk. I mean these guys make bunk pills. I guess it's cheaper to get the you know the products, the precursor, whatever that goes into them. Uh, it's cheaper to manufacture these pills so they make cheap 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 pills and then they just go and take them uh, all over the place, sell them and make a bunch of money and of course you never see the the guy again. Uh, these things are, are common and it's also common that uh, because these pills are so bad but they're marketed as MDMA, People who are maybe younger don't know what MDMA is.
4: That is very common. So
0: they'll take these and they'll think they're taking MDMA and they'll tell their friends, hey, this is good MDMA. And then they'll, you know, the word spreads and the stuff continues to sell because people don't know. They don't know any better. And Sometimes
1: they, you know, they'll, they'll buy the same cough syrup from the, the the same cough tablets from the same guy over and over again. This is one of the things that's uh, relatively common. Is uh, uh, dextrometho- dextromethorphan hydrobromide? D X M. Yeah, D X M will be marketed as uh, Molly.
0: I've seen that actually happen. I've seen uh, te- I've seen Molly. What is being sold as Molly? Test as uh, as D X M. So I know that's true. And uh, so you don't get in the black market a lot of the times what you're expecting to get. And sometimes that can result in danger. Because if you're not getting what you're expecting, then you aren't necessarily prepared for the consequences of taking that, uh, that pill. And that could result in you know, an increased heart rate, which could result in, uh, you know, if you're at a hot uh, right. club dancing around, could result in exhaustion, heat, uh, you know, heat exhaustion, essentially. Imagine
1: and- for a second that uh, you get a beer that tastes like a beer, but it's actually full of Everclear, 150 proof or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's going to be an entirely different – you're not prepared for that.
0: Right, so a lot of times you'll hear about somebody overdosing on uh, MDMA. It's nonsense. Uh, they're probably taking something else. They're in a club where they've turned off the faucets or whatever and they can't have water and they uh, they overheat. So there's some real dangers to buying uh, products on the black market because one, you don't know what you're necessarily getting. Two, you don't know who you're buying from. That person in the club could be an undercover cop and uh, you could end up going to jail as a result of just trying to have you know, enjoy your, uh, your time at the
4: club. I w- actually, the first- First time I went, yeah. The first time I went to jail, I um, was in there with a woman who bought crack from an undercover cop. So the you might be buying it from an undercover cop. That's already happening, and you're arrested on the spot, guaranteed.
0: Right so uh, so danger from the product you don't know what it is danger from the seller you don't know who they are and if it's not an undercover cop there's always the possibility you're just getting scammed you're getting some bunk uh, or you know you could get robbed if you're buying some larger amount for instance uh, I knew uh, one of my roommates uh, growing up uh, when I was you know young adult he uh, went on a try to buy some ecstasy from somebody ended up having a gun pointed in his back mm. and uh, being robbed for something like some piddly amount like 10 pills or something like that uh, you know crackheads don't have a problem with robbing people for relatively small amounts of money or drugs. So there's high, high, high risk involved in doing business in the black market. And of course, you want to talk about the gun trade? I don't know anybody who's ever been involved in the gun trade, but uh, sounds it's, scary. It's an incredibly dangerous business. Obviously, you're dealing with weapon, you know, weapons traders. I mean, Clearly, they're, they're armed. <laughs> some serious people, and uh, and so so serious risk involved here. Now, you look at the uh, the Silk Road. You look at the Armory. These online anonymous places. You don't know who your dealer is, and that obviously is tweaking some people out. Like, well, what if it's the government?
4: I'm glad that we don't know each other. I like that aspect a lot.
1: Right, because now, the, now the people are anonymous there, but they're anonymous and known at the same time. Like they're, they have the, a reputation. Their handle is known there, so yes. you know I'm right. I'm uh, Joe you know, Blow, Pot Pot Boy, yeah. um, or whatever. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm known there as Pot Boy, even though they don't know that my real name um, is Jim Johnson or whatever it might be. And, and you know, so. Y- you you potboy has a reputation there potboy delivers and so i mean these people will have other sales they'll have a reputation just like they would on any other bidding site
0: right so that helps the the fact that they have reputation means that they want to deliver a product that is good. That is reliable. That is you know quality, and it's uh, it's affordable. They
4: absolutely compete with each other too. They have sales. They have uh, they have specials. When a new seller comes on and wants to prove themselves, he will offer samples to people so that they'll test it for him and come on and give him a good rating. I mean, it's great. The it's very innovative and interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, and so nothing like this exists anywhere else. Uh, so you've got all those factors. And then the fact that you don't know who the seller is, is good for the seller and it's good for you as well because they don't know who you are either. When you buy the products on the Silk Road, you don't have to put your real name on the shipping label you just have to know where it's being shipped to and under what name it's being shipped to so they don't know who you are they can't rat you out to anybody you can't rat them out to anybody whereas if you in a lot of cases let's say you're selling drugs at the at the club and somebody who you sell the drugs to gets caught by the police for possession of uh, ecstasy or whatever and they say you know who who sold this to you oh yeah I'll, I'll tell you if you let me off the charges uh then you know they roll over this Not is how the be cops, telling on this one right this is how the cops do it I mean they right. bust some little guy to get the bigger guys but in this case they can bust the end uh end user in theory maybe but they can't roll on the the person that's right. oh, sure they can
1: get your plea bargain signed before you roll on the guy and then you go ahead and you show him, i bought it here on the uh the onion network at uh, the silk road this is the guy's <laughs> name
4: <laughs> it's, pot go get yeah. so, it's pot
1: boy yeah so pot boy, so, boy
0: sold it to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've just revealed who pot boy is <sighs> so let so you're more likely to get the product you're looking for, you're going to get a, probably a better deal on it, and there's protection for both the buyer and the seller. I mean, it's a safer deal. Well, the worst case scenario, likely, is that you're going to get ripped off. And as you said, Julia, if you go with somebody who's a reputa- uh, reputable seller, you're probably not going to get ripped off either. So it's just a safer deal all around. It's not to say it's perfect. It's not to, there's say, there's not to say as a guarantee the cops aren't going to show up at your door but there's protections involved in this system and well, it's right. brilliant
4: there's several layers of protection there's i, I mean i don't know if we, i know we talked about this on the break but um they all send it via USPS, from what I've seen. And USPS requires a warrant to go in your packaging. So if it's packaged well, they can't just open your package, whereas UPS and FedEx they can because they're not a government agency so they don't fall under the Constitution. So the government
0: can just walk into UPS and say, right. let's see, let's look so in there. So they all
4: do USPS, from what I've seen, and if it's packaged properly and it doesn't smell, then they can't go in it. It just looks like an, another package. And you're talking about several packages Day. And when you
0: had said that there are even uh, USPS employees yes. who've gone on the forum to talk about their security measures right. to essentially reveal how the inside of the USPS works so these shippers can better understand what they're getting into. I mean, this is incredible. Let's go to Chris. He's in Nevada. You can bring up anything. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Chris, you're on the air.
2: Hello? Hi. I'd like to talk about the DICT Act of 1902. The what? It's called the DICT Act of 1902. Tell
0: me about it quickly.
2: Okay, it's about the Gun Control Act that can't be repealed.
0: Okay, what's it do?
2: Okay, uh, well, here's the thing. I'd like to call on all Americans tonight.
0: Well, they're not all listening.
2: (laughs) Well, this is the thing. Um, You know, this is the thing that nobody wants to talk about, about this U.N. gun control law that they're probably going to pass. Oh, come on. A lot of people don't know about this Dict Act of 1902 also known as the Militia Bill H.R. 11654, dated June 28, 1902. Anyway, it cannot be repealed as uh, the, the President of the United States has zero authority without violating the Constitution, called the National Guard to serve outside of their state borders.
0: Well, but they do that anyway. and They violate the Constitution well, I all the know time. That. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, if you make... want to tell us more about it, it's not that I don't want to hear about it. It's just that we don't have time. So call us tomorrow at yeah. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Call that same number. We'll talk to you further about it. It's been Free Talk Live. Thanks for the call, Chris. See you tomorrow.
1: The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com.